we can see Jesus Christ enthroned above us. And the Holy Spirit working within us. These things we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This is the third time I'm speaking on sonship from the letter to the Hebrews. This letter comes out of the burden of our Father in Heaven's heart. You know, our Father in Heaven, He wants sons. Glorious, glorious sons. And so the letter to the Hebrews takes us from the cross to the crown. And shows us the marvelous work of Jesus Christ in bringing us from the cross to the crown. Our God raised up apostles and prophets. They were to lay the foundation of Jesus Christ in the church. This letter was written by an apostle. Who was a prophet? And so we find two prophetic streams throughout the letter. The first stream glorifies Jesus as better than anything. He's better than angels. He's better than Moses. He's better than Joshua. He's better than Aaron. He's better than the sacrifices of the old covenant. He's better than the tabernacle that was upon the earth. He's better than the faithful ones who were on this earth. Jesus is the best. And then there's a second stream that goes throughout Hebrews. And this is why we know a prophet wrote. There's a stream of constant exhortations that go throughout the epistle. And these are all exhortations to be faithful. To exercise faith to the very end. To endure in faith and receive your reward. It is by faith we go from the cross to the crown. Now we want to read some scriptures as we look at this matter of sonship in Hebrews. First in chapter 2. Just two verses to see Jesus' tremendous work. Verses 9 and 10 of Hebrews 2. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, because of the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. 唯独见那成为比天使小一点的耶稣，因为受死的苦，就得了尊贵荣耀的围冠冕，叫因因着他的恩为人人尝了死味。For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and through whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to perfect the author of their salvation through suffering. 
原来那位万物所有,为万物所本的,要领许多的儿子进荣耀里,使救他们的元帅因受苦难得以完全,本是合宜的。In that verse we see the father's heart. He wants many sons in glory. Many sons to live with his son in glory. And so the only way to do it was through the suffering of his own son, which perfected him as a son and opened a door for our sonship. So our sonship is found in the finished work of Jesus Christ. But now we find our sonship being walked out in chapter 12. So we want to read a number of verses in Hebrews chapter 12 beginning in verse 1. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. 希伯来书第十二章第一节，我们既有这许多人、许多的见证人，如同云彩围绕着我们，我们就当放下各样的重担，脱去容易缠累我们的罪，存心忍耐，奔那摆在我们眼、我们前头的路程。Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by Him. For those whom the Lord loves, He disciplines and scourges every son whom He receives. 被他责备的时候也不可灰心,因为主所爱的他必管教,又鞭打反所收纳的儿子。It is for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom the father does not discipline? 第七节,你们所忍受的是神的管教,待你们如同待儿子,焉有儿子不被父亲管教的呢? But if you are without discipline, of which all of you have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, 
We had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. 曾有深深的父管教我们，我们尚且敬重他，何况万灵的父，我们岂不更顺顺服他的圣他得生吗？深深的父都是赞随己意管教我们，唯有万灵的父管教我们，叫我们得益处，使我们在他他的圣洁上
，那他就受苦，借着神的恩典。那他就尝了死味，啊，他就尝了这个死味。But the cross did something wonderful. 但是这十字架是更奇妙的一件事情。Because he died on the cross. 因为他死在十字架上。The writer of Hebrews says. 希伯来书的作者就说到。Now he is crowned. 他现在呃得着冠冕。He went from the cross. To the crown. He went from the cross to the crown. The work was perfect. This work was complete. And now he's crowned with glory and honor. That he now is already won the crown and the glory. And the angels look at Jesus in heaven as the Lamb of God and fold their wings. That in heaven, the angels look at Jesus in heaven as the Lamb of God and fold their wings. And they look at Jesus in heaven as the Lamb of God and fold their wings. And they look at Jesus in heaven as the Lamb of God and fold their wings. In heaven, 总不会有任何的人在天上。But Jesus sat there. 但是耶稣坐在那里。Full of radiance of glory. 发出许多的这个光阴。And the angels bow and worship. 那这些天使就匍匐敬拜他。The greatest act in the history of the universe when Jesus died on the cross. 那在耶稣死的时候是在这个全宇宙最大的一件事情。But that's just the beginning of Hebrews. 这就是希伯来书的开始。And for the rest of the book, the writer shows us. How now, Jesus is going to bring us to glory. 那我们就看希伯来书下去，我们就看到耶稣怎么样把我们带入、带带领我们进入荣耀。How are we ever going to get to glory? 我们怎么样能够进荣耀呢 ？I mean, look at us. 我们看我们自己。We have a long way to go. 我们实在是要走非常远长的路。He's picked some pretty tough material to make glory. 他实在是选择这个材料要做成荣耀的话，这个材料实在是不是很好。But it says in Hebrews. 但是我们在希伯来书能够看到。He has opened up. A new living way. 一个又新又活的道路。For us to get from the cross to the glory. 让我们能够从十字架能够进入荣耀里。He doesn't want to sit in glory all by himself. 他不需要我们坐在荣耀里面，是凭我们自己坐在荣耀。So right now, by his high priesthood. 那现在借着他的大祭司的这个职分。He is bringing many sons to glory. 他带领许带带领众子进入荣耀。He began as our apostle. 他是他。他起初的这个，他是做使徒开始。The writer calls him, he's the apostle of our faith. 那作者，这个希伯来书的作者就说他是我们的信心的这个使徒。That's in Hebrews two. And in Hebrews twelve. 那在希伯来书第十二章。It says he is the author and finisher of our faith. 他是我们信心创始成终的那位。Now that's our apostle. 这是我们的使徒。See the apostle goes forth. 所以这个使徒就往前走。And he opens the way. 他就开启这个道路。And that's Jesus. 这就是耶稣。But now the main revelation of Hebrews is that Jesus is our high priest. 那在希伯来书最大的一个启示，启示乃是他是一个大祭司。Now think about. 那我们仔细思想。Without the book of Hebrews. 我们没有启示录啊，没有这个希伯来书的话。All we would know about what Jesus is doing in heaven right now. 我们所知道耶稣在天上所做的。Is a few references to the fact. That he's interceding for us. He's in there with us, guiding us. And then he's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on the throne as the Lamb of God. He's sitting on And the writer uses different imagery to show us how he's bringing us through the wilderness into the promised land. This writer gives us many images to show us how we can cross the wilderness. Now the writer underscores several ways he does this. Now he also shows us several different ways he does this. Now you know, 
we could never get started if it weren't for His precious blood. The book of Hebrews is about His blood, His blood, His blood, His blood, His blood. We couldn't be saved. We can't be crowned. Except by His blood, His blood, His blood, His blood. You'll never see any book but then our high priest has done more by his blood he's inaugurated a new covenant for us this new covenant enables us by grace to become God's children do you live in the new covenant? What a wonderful covenant. All your sins and iniquities have been taken far away. He is your God. You are his children. He's writing his words in your mind and in your heart. Oh, this covenant is working in you every day. But then he's also interceding for us in two very practical ways. Now, how is he going to bring us to holiness and glory? He gives us two punch. You like being punched? We call him boxing. One, two punch. Punch one. The living word of God. It's active. It separates soul and spirit. It exposes and it cleans us by the word of God. And when he punches us by the word of God, we cry out, help! with the Holy Spirit. And by the power of the Spirit of holiness, He makes us holy. What a job to make us holy, huh? Look at Andre. How's God going to make him holy? Holy Spirit, punch, 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 punch. Every time Holy Spirit punches, it gives you the power, separates you from sin. Separates you from the world. Maybe separates you even from the devil. So the Holy Spirit is like that referee in the boxing match. He always pulls you apart. Get away from the world. Don't go back. And this is this message that we have here in Hebrews chapter 12. We want to look at this. The writer is saying, God, God has done everything necessary to bring us to glory. But you remember the streams of exhortations? As all those exhortations speak about our part. Now God done his part. Now will you do your part? Ah, because you see, this is how we come from the cross to the crown. 
这就是我们从十字架就能够听到冠名。So when we come to Hebrews 12，那么来到希伯来书第十二章的时候，it's it, it, a continuation from Hebrews 11这是从第十一章的延续下去。Basically, here's what he's saying。他基本上就是讲到说，you know what happens in Hebrews 11，right？我们知道希伯来书第十一章所发生的事吗？He names all of these people，他就叫出这些名字，who had faith in God，就讲到这些在主里面有信心的。And they attained the testimony。那他们就变成如此美好的见证。Of sons，他们就成为这个儿子。He especially mentions Abraham and Moses。在讲到亚伯拉罕和摩西。They were faithful，他们是忠心的。Faithful to the end，是到底都是忠心的。They saw their reward，他们看到他们的奖赏。And God said, "These are my sons。他说这些是我的儿子。Now after showing them a whole list of people who we call like the hall of fame of faith。我们看到这个，嗯，就是信心里面的这个，嗯，就是非常有名望的这些人。Then he comes to Hebrews 12.你就来到希伯来书第十二章。He says, now, now, you remember Moses and Abraham.你记得这个摩西、亚伯拉罕。All these faithful sons.这些忠心的这些儿子。But none of them was as faithful as his son Jesus.没有一个像我们的主。that's why he says, fix your eyes upon Jesus. Now he wasn't just faithful. He's the author of our faith. He's the perfecter of our faith. I don't know what the Mandarin word is, but it's the the perfecter. The completer of our faith.他就是让让他成终的，就是让他能够完成的那位。As a matter of fact, the actual order in the Greek of this verse.其实在希伯来书的呃希伯来五文的这个原文里面，it says this.希伯来文的原文，fixing our eyes upon faith's author and finisher, Jesus.就是我们就是希希伯来文的定这个这个顺序是我们要定睛。呃，仰望信心的创始与成与与，其实跟中文是蛮正确，就是信心创始成终的耶稣。What he's trying to point you to is to see how perfect Jesus' faith was.那重点是看到耶稣的信心是何等的重要。And we need to exercise this same faith by the grace of God.那我们要操练同样的信心。Now Hebrews especially. As well as James and as well as First Peter, mentions faith, faith, faith. 那希伯来书、雅各书还有彼得前、彼得、彼得一书、彼得前书也是提到说是你要有信心、要有信心、要有信心。And they're not speaking about saving faith when you first got saved.那不是讲到说是你刚得救的这个信。But it's talking about enduring faith that reaches the goal.那这个这个持续这个有忍耐的这个信心会达到最终的目的。Your faith when you first get saved. It's like a pizza dough ball.就像这个你做披萨的这个这个这个面团。Now God has to start to stretch out that faith.要把这面团的这个信心就慢慢的拉拉开来。You know we have short faith like this, just a glob.我们是非常短暂的信心，我们就像这样一点就掉在。God's gonna make a pie out of your faith. 
because the writer says there's two things we have to do. Before we can run the race fixing our eyes on Jesus. What are those two things? You notice it there in chapter 12. We need to lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us. Oh boy. Well now. We want to run the race. But we're carrying around a bunch of weights. You know, uh, your iPhone is very heavy. If you've got a computer, that makes you lean this way. We have so much stuff. But it can prevent us from running the race of faith. You're standing at the starting line. God says, He gets the pistol, He says, Are you ready? Set, go! He shoots for you, race. But why are you not racing? It's because you have, uh, uh, you're pulling a cart behind you, has your television, has your, uh, all your electronic equipment. Besides, you don't even know how to run unless Alexa tells you. And you say, no, wait, 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 I can't raise it. I gotta go to the bank. I got all my bullion in the bank. Have you ever tried racing with gold bullion in your pockets? I think you have maybe a five meter race and then you fall to the ground. Now the writer wasn't talking about computers. What is the weightiest thing we carry? Weightier than our bellies. What's the heaviest thing we carry? Oh, I think you know. Ego. Self. Oh, self doesn't like to run. Self likes to ride. But Jesus says run. Self likes comfort. Well, if I'm going to run, can it be in an air-conditioned place? We have so many selfish things. And they prevent us from running. Maybe they're not sin. He mentioned sins later. But these are things that make us soft, undisciplined, unable to run. And you need to lay them aside. Isn't that terrible? You're going to go from the cross to the crown. But you're going to have to lay aside every weight. And actually, here's the way it works. He just says, start running. 
他说开始跑 ，So I start running with my gold bully on and that. 又开始跑，你就站住。And then after that, this is tough. He says, maybe you better throw off one gold bully on. Throw. Now you can run a little bit more. And step by step, he removes weights from us. 那你开始跑的时候，你许多重担在你身上，你就慢慢的一步一步的把一件事情取掉，就慢慢的把这些重担取取出。Now do you want the crown? 那你是否愿意得到这冠冕呢？ I can't tell you what your weight is. 那我们没办法告诉你说你的重量是多少。I do know it's involved with the love of yourself. 但是我确实知道这个你的重担是与你你你爱己是有关。But that's where the Holy Spirit speaks to you and says, "Let that go. Let that go." 但是如果圣灵跟你说你要让这件事情脱去这件事情，要脱去那件事情的话。See, the Holy Spirit's your coach on this race. 那圣灵是你这次在这赛跑的这个。这个这个教练。So we need to lay aside every weight. 你要把这一切的重担放在搁在一旁。But before we can run, we need to lay aside the sins which so easily entangle us. 但是在我们能够奔跑之前，我们要把这些缠累我们的重的罪让他们脱去。Now this is an ancient picture of a race. 这是一个我们早期的这个他们赛跑的一个一幅图画。And so you're standing there, and you've got a toga on, which goes all the way down to your feet. 那你就穿着一个袍，一直到呃到你的脚上。Because that's how men dressed. The man, 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 Well, then you can run, but you need to run like this, not like this. 但是如果你把袍子再拉起来的话，但是你跑你怎么跑呢？你你你你你你两只手要自由的运行，你不能拉着你的袍子。Now there's a sin that will cause you to stumble when you try to run after Jesus. 那有一种罪会让你跌倒，在你追追寻耶稣的时候会让你跌倒。Now you see, he says, if anyone wants to come after me, he has to deny himself. 若有人要跟从我，你当舍己。That's the weight. 这就是你的重量。Take up his cross. 背起十字架。Oh, and follow me. 来跟从我。Now the sin that entangles you prevents you from running well. 那是缠累我们的罪，会拦住你能够好好的跑。You have to let go of it. 你要让这件事情。Probably the writer is primarily talking about unbelief. 那这个作者或许是讲到你的不信。Now we say we believe. 我们是说到我们信。But do you believe enough that you're willing to run after Jesus? 但是你信心是充足，是够让你能够快跑来跟随耶稣。你把这些的重担都放下来呢 ？And any sin that is keeping you from running? 那这些的罪会拦住你能够持续的跑呢 ？You see, if we try to run with a sin in our life, 如果我们愿意跑的话，是有是有罪的话在我们身上的。It affects us because it hurts our conscience. 这会影响到我们，因为影会会因为会因为影响到我们的良心。Sin touches our conscience。那这个罪会影响到我们的良心。Our conscience touches our heart。我们的良心会触碰到我们的心。And you cannot run without heart。那你没有心的话，你没有办法跑。So as soon as you start to run， 当你开始跑的时候 ，The devil says, "Ah, you see that sin？" 仇敌就跟你说，你是否看到那罪 ？And immediately your heart is your conscience is touched。那你的心，你的良心就被感动。That's why Timothy says. Paul says to Timothy. 所以保罗就对提摩太说 ，Fight the good fight of faith. 你要打这信心的仗。What does he say? 那是他讲到 keeping faith and a good conscience. 那你要有这个信心，持守你的信心
If your conscience is stabbing you, you can't run the race. There are many obstacles ahead in the race. There are many trials to prevent you running the race. But we need to lay things aside. Now we keep our eyes on Jesus. That, that's the best way to run. It's like he is the you know he he's the runner out ahead of us. He's like the pace setter. Now I know one to talk to you about racing track. Although one time in football. I broke the 12-minute mile. It took me 12 minutes to run one mile. I forget how many hours that would take in a marathon, but it would be somewhere like 24 hours. So I don't have much advice for you about racing. But when these Olympic guys do the racing, they usually set up one guy. And he sets the pace. And he runs out ahead of everybody. And they just keep their eyes on that guy. Now because he runs ahead, he, he, he never wins the race. Because he's running too fast for him to keep going. But he, gets, he, he sacrifices so that you can keep pace. Now when you run in the race, it's Jesus we look to. Look, look how he races. Man, his feet just fly. But he slows down for us. He doesn't want us to get out of the out of the view, you know. I had a friend. He was a good runner. And, uh, and I used to play football. So we had to do a lot of running. And because he was my friend. And he was fast. He, he ran with me. Well, he almost walked. I had to run. But he wanted to stay close to me, so he went nice and slow. We need to look to Jesus. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Now the writer wants to show you how wonderful Jesus' faith was. You know the kind of faith that Jesus had? Look what it says. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. Verse 2 and 3. Listen to that. Who for the joy set before him? Now listen. He kept remembering the goal. What's the goal? The crown. For the joy set before him. Even when times were tough. Never forgot the goal. He endured the cross. We know what he had to endure. 
他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。他们羞辱他的人。
Our cross is nothing in comparison to that. Now Jesus, for the joy set before him, always remembered his goal. But when Christians go through trials, it's so easy to forget the goal. You're going to be a glorious son. You're going to have an inheritance. But he says in verse 5, You have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves, he disciplines and scourges every son whom he receives. Have you forgotten your goal? When trials come, do we collapse? Do we faint? Do we forget our glorious goal? He says, You have forgotten. And then he quotes a quotation from Solomon's Proverbs. You can see probably in your scriptures there, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord or faint when you're reproved by him. This is all from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 11. Now this is Solomon's wisdom. But it was actually received from David, his father. Much of Solomon's wisdom and Proverbs are things he he received when he was growing up under David. Now David had about 15 sons. But he picked out Solomon. And decided to discipline him. It's special to be picked by the king. And so he takes this uh, uh, child and begins to discipline. I don't know what it is in Mandarin, but the word we translate discipline is actually child training in English. Because it's not just talking about corrective discipline, but also instructive discipline. Now the scripture says, My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. Now you understand what that means. As I said before, there may be five sons in a family. Now this may sound awful. But the father picks out one son. That's the son he's going to give his inheritance to. He's going to take over the business. And he's the one who's going to be trained. If the father should pick out the son for training, don't take it lightly. Now here's a very important key to this growing up in sonship. Now when it comes to this matter of disciplining in sonship, 
那你在这个得儿子的名分得管教的时候 there is a subtle change。那是有一个很小的一个改变。As we traveled through the book of Hebrews, we traveled with Jesus, our high priest。但我们在希伯来书里面看到的时候，我们看到耶稣，他是我们的大祭司。But when we come to chapter twelve，当我们来到第十二章的时候，Suddenly we meet somebody else。我们就遇到另一个人。Our father，就是我们的父。Our father who's in heaven。我们在天上的父。How well do you know？ the Father. Our Lord Jesus is our advocate. Our intercessor. Our high priest. But God the Father is the one who disciplines us. Many Christians don't know God the Father. They're hiding in Jesus. They sing what a friend we have in Jesus. When you meet the Father, you meet a God of great authority and wisdom. Now back in the ancient days, when children were little, they didn't eat with the Father. They didn't spend much time with the Father. Probably grandma took care of them. But when they got to a certain age, now the father has been watching the six sons. One day he says, Bring that son to me. He picks one of them out. He says, Son, I'm going to train you how to be my son. I'm going to train you in business. Train you in holiness. Train you in good works. Train you in righteousness. I'm going to train you till you grow up and be my son. I want to put your name up on the wall. Andre the carpenter and son. But now you need to learn how to be a carpenter. And so the training and the discipline begins. Your father is overseeing your discipline. He's got an eye on you. And he only picks those that he thinks will go forward to become sons. You know, he picks you. How does he pick you? Are you saved by Jesus? I pick you. So he's very generous in his choosing us. But now we're going to learn how to grow up. Now listen. God wants you to become a son forever with Jesus. So don't take lightly his discipline. He says, don't faint. When he reproves you. Do you have maybe a little child who's a fainter? Now, unfortunately, sometimes we have children who are very strong-willed. They refuse to break their will. Stubborn people. Probably nobody here is like that. What? There are fainters. You know, the child is just playing around, and you say, now cut it, quit it. 
they fall to the ground crying. When the father disciplines us, we think, oh no, he doesn't love me anymore. Why is God treating me so badly? And all of this kind of stuff. The father says, grow up. I'm trying to strengthen you. Trying to teach you right from wrong. So quit being a crybaby. And endure the discipline. Now this is how we get to the crown. Through the cross. Now what does that mean? We we'll talk about that a lot. Now we're going to see very practically how that works. You know what the cross does? In your life it says no to self. Yes to God. No to your flesh. Yes to the Spirit. No to your ideas. Yes to His will. And this is a lesson we have to learn. A child says, I want to stay up all night long. So the Spirit comes along and says, No. Go to bed. You see? This is the cross. We are disciplined. The cross came upon our flesh as a divine veto. And so we see that God begins to work by the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Read verse 7 and 8. It's for discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom the father does not discipline? But if you're without discipline, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Now he will go on and say, all discipline for the moment seems not joyful but sorrowful in verse 11. Now, how many of you enjoy discipline? Raise your hand. Now, how but when he starts disciplining us, we need to have a more mature understanding of what's going on. There are many trials in our life. 
Sometimes tragedies in our life. Sometimes broken hearts. Sometimes all kinds of things working in our life. And we need to grow up and realize that God is using all those things together for good. He's disciplining us. Because He loves us. We can't fall apart as a as a selfish child when we get disciplined. Because discipline proves two things. According to these verses 7 and 8, what does it prove? Two things guaranteed. Number one, if you're being disciplined by the Father, it means He loves you. That's why He's disciplined. The second thing, if He is disciplining you, you notice how the writer says, of whom all of you have become disciplined already. It means there's a wonderful goal at the end of the discipline. Keep those things in mind. He loves you. That's why he's disciplined. And you have a tremendous goal at the end. So if you're being disciplined by God, praise God. Because he loves you so much. Now the father's discipline is so much more righteous than our human father's discipline. You notice verses 9 and 10. Furthermore, we had earthly fathers to discipline us. We respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? If we do not have respect for our earthly fathers, our society, is Our fathers were very imperfect in their discipline. But they did their best. The only time you realize how tough it is to be a father is when you are one. They discipline you as they thought was best. Now we have a spiritual father. And he's disciplining us with this goal in mind. Listen to verse 10. They disciplined us for a short time, as seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good so we may share his holiness. Our earthly fathers disciplined us sometimes, sometimes they didn't. But our heavenly father will discipline us until the end is we can share his holiness. 
Now by faith, from the moment we were saved, we became children of God. We need to grow up and mature into sons of God. Only our Father knows how to do that. Now in the last three verses I want to share here, we just get a hint at the way God works His discipline in our lives. You know why, how He does it? He knows just exactly what each person needs. And it's different for everybody. So let's just read a few of the things. Verse 12. He's always, uh, here's the bad news. He's always going to work on the area in your life that is your weakness. You know, we, we like to, everybody is strong about something. You're good about something. Uh, he's going to work on your weakness. So verse 12. Therefore, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble. Now some hands get weary doing good. But the father says, keep going. Paul says, Do not grow weary in doing good, for in due time you will reap if you don't faint. Now, some people have good hands, but they have feeble knees. They're tired from the journey. They're thinking about quitting. The race is too bad on my knees. By the grace of God, keep running. You may have to slow down. Don't give up. Faith endures. Verse 13. Make straight paths for your feet, so that the limb which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Now the guy has to make straight paths for his feet. There's some people who like to run. But they run off the course all the time. Like the hymn we sing. Prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. I'm in the race. But then I see uh, an orange tree. I run off the racetrack and go grab get back on the track. That's why it's so hard to run the race in Brazil. There's so many fruits. But we, if we're not careful, we have to watch every step where we fall, where we take. Or we get off track. And then it says, and uh, 
the limb which is lame has has to be healed and not put out a joint. That this twig, you need to get the twig. You don't want to bend it. Ah, sometimes a, a limb has gone bad. That this time, your your foot may be bad. And what has to happen? Then, what happens? Well, our temptation is, oh, you know, my leg is bad. I think I'll just lay down all week long. That your foot is not comfortable. Your condition is you have to lie. What does the doctor say? That the doctor tells you what? Rehab center. You go to the rehab place and they jerk your leg around, twist it, exercise. That rehab center, they do some exercises. You know that weak limb, you gotta strengthen it here. Here we go, up and down, up and down. Weak, weak, this foot, he just has to do some exercises. Our Father in Heaven will do that to yours. That our Father in Heaven will do that to yours. Because Christians have, almost every Christian has one lazy limb. That 每个基督徒可能只有一条腿是比较懒的。Do you have a lazy limb? 你有一个比较懒懒散的腿。Because it's maybe arms and legs. 那你是四肢，你是手还有脚呢 ？I think some people have a head that's lazy because they're always falling asleep. 有些人或许是头比较懒散，他。那你得 exercise that limb. 那你要操练那个那个手脚。你要让他这个。The muscles are too weak. 你的这个肌肉是太软了。But you see. Everybody's got a different problem. 每个人有不同的问题 People with beautiful legs, but their arms aren't so good. 但是有些人他们腿很漂亮，但是他们脚可这手可能不漂亮 People whose heads are weak, you know, and they got to be straight. 那什么头比较软 It'd be wonderful to speak one time here and see nobody fall asleep. 我没有一次讲讲大的时候没有人睡着 When that happens, I know the Lord's coming back. 当那天发生的时候，我们就知道主要回来了 But maybe I'll strengthen those things. 但是你要坚强，让这些这些四肢坚强起来 And then verse fourteen. Some people have to work on their relationships. 有些人要在他的关系里面要要要要要有更好的关系 Pursue peace with all men, and the sanctification without which no one will see the Lord. 你们追求和睦与众人和睦，并要追求圣洁，非圣洁有人能见主 Pursue peace. 要追求这个呃和睦 For you that might translate, pursue peace with your husband. 那或许。这个是你追求和睦是与你呃丈夫和睦。Pursue peace with your children. 或许是你与与你儿女啊这个和睦。Pursue peace with your brothers and sisters. 与你弟兄姐妹们和睦。You know, in every congregation. 在每一个聚会里。We got some people who, in their flesh, love to fight. 那在他们在在聚会里面，他们是平常他们肉身，他们是喜欢争吵的。Fight over doctrines. 在这个管教的这个。教训里面，他们想要争吵。Fight over who gets a chair downstairs first to eat. 那谁争吵谁先坐下来吃饭 ？Some people like to fight. 有些人就喜欢吵。Pursue peace. 我们要追求和睦。Peace. 和睦。And sanctification. 要成圣。Be separated. 会分别出来。Without which no one will see the Lord. 没有如此的话，我们就没法看。Do you want to look unto Jesus in the race? 你是否有？静静在耶稣在这。Your heart's got to be sanctified. 你的心要成圣。Those sins have to be dealt with. 那这些罪要被对付。Those weights have to be left behind. 那这些重担。And we see Jesus. 我们看到耶稣。And step by step. 那一步一步。We become more like Him. 我们就更像他。By the work of the Holy Spirit in our inward character. 这是圣灵在我们的里里面的生命里面。So we've begun the lifetime race. 我们就开始我们这一生的这个赛程。It's a race to the crown. 是直到。It involves the cross. It 包括了这个十字架 A denial of self. 你要舍己 That's being separated from things. 要从一些事情分别出来 And a focus more and more on the things of the Lord. 
This is what Hebrews is burdened about. Not just a lot of baby Christians. But grown up Christians. Responsible Christians. At some point in this discipline. Even though we don't enjoy the discipline. We realize how good this discipline is for me. It comes out of the Father's love. May we be faithful. Let Him discipline us. And bring us to maturity. The bridegroom is waiting for His bride. But she's got to grow up. This is the burden of this letter. Let's just have a few prayers before we go. Now, when you're so the